I need, I think I need another cheeseburger. There it was. There it is. Uh, I I was at the uh, I was at the old liquor store, Rick's, my favorite liquor store just up the road. Now, Alan, the, 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 you 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 like the name of that liquor store, don't you? Go Rick's. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Guess who <laughs> it's know. owned? Guess who it's owned by? Guy named Rick. Goddamn right. <laughs> Guy named Rick owns it. Has a double wide trailer in the back. He drives a Corvette. He owns um, uh, the Old South Smokehouse because you know it's Cecil County. You can still get away with a name like Old South Smokehouse as a new <laughs> establishment. Didn't run that by anybody. Just kind of just made it himself. And he pretty much owns like what do you think? Like two to three blocks of like like of intersection. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's everything a, else is owned up by like Landhope Farms and Royal Farms and all that. And then there's old Rick. Yeah, old Rick. It's got about two or three acres worth of of just good old boy property, and he's yeah. he's turned it into some thriving businesses. It, I mean, a liquor store plop right down there. I mean, I know I when I lived there, I spent a fair amount of time and money, but a lot of time, you know, just hanging out. Well. My question about vodka is, should I feel like a shit bag? Because I went into Rick's, and Rick's does some pretty damn fine deals on his uh, his uh, his liquors and beers. And I went over to the Tito section, and then he got the so what's the regular bottle? Is that like 0. 0.75? 1.75. No, a that's fifth. the handle jug. Oh, uh, I do say the fifth. So I don't I don't I don't know what the milliliters are on it. But All I know right, what you're talking about fifth pint. And then the jug, you know, the thing where they put the little like dampener in the spout so you don't overshoot it when you uh, when you pour. Yeah. Well, the 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 handle jug was only four dollars more than the you know the the middle the middle size. I'm like, fuck, man, that's like 0.75 more ounces of vodka. I should just buy that, but I didn't want to walk out of there with a handle jug of vodka. So then I throw my six pack and my handle jug and I'm just like, how fucking Cecil County hillbilly asshole are you right now? I mean, I don't know. Should I, should you ever be concerned about the judgment of the teller at the liquor store based on your purchases? Mm. Nah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're the first person to buy a, you know, I, I, I always call those half gallons by the way. So I'm going to, I'm not changing up my verbiage. You're you're right. It's a half gallon. But no, I don't think you should. I get what you're coming from, but I don't know, man, we've talked about this. You you had this whole intervention of white claws and how you're free of any type of judgment or, or any type of thoughts of how you think people feel about you walking out. Now you just, because it's simply because it's a, a, a more, a bigger quantity of liquor and you don't want to be perceived as a booze hound. Well, I walk in every day after work. I'm in my uniform, so there's already that little chestnut that gets cracked every time. <laughs> and then hard I'm walk- work. I work. Exactly. Then I come in there, clunk, six pack. So I, I don't know. I just at some point though, I, I are bartenders. Bartenders are responsible for their patrons over drinking, right? So is there ever a time where like the owner of a liquor store has to be like, listen, you're here three times a week. You just bought a half a gallon of vodka two days ago and you're in again. Um, we're going to have to cut you off. We're, we're just going to have to not do this transaction. I mean, not no, not unless they're fucking like good people. And they're like, <laughs> you know, hey, man, I, I love you, buddy. I appreciate your business. I want you to stay alive and keep buying more stuff for me. This is going the opposite of that direction. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 No. But okay. other than that, no. Just get you drunk. Yeah, as a matter of fact, get your capitalism, baby. Stop doing direct deposit, cash your checks there, all right, and get some scratch yeah, offs. That's fair. Before you buy, you know, okay. after you get the fucking booze. Yeah. That's a good point. All right, good. Yeah. I'm not buying backwood cigars to break up in the parking lot. I'm yeah. not, yeah, I'm not getting lottery scratchers, uh, $25 got, uh, pop. Does it have a deli? Like a, the, no. a sandwich? No. That, that sandwich is one thing. <laughs> that's what the old yeah. South Smokehouse is for next door, buddy boy. Oh. Okay. Well, then you're fucking gravy. All it's right. Done. You don't even need to leave. There are racetracks. <laughs> I think there is. Really, there's electronic. Electronic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, the Kino <laughs> horse racing. Yeah. Oh, I was my whip for a while. I used to sit in Royal Farms during my lunch break and bet the ponies. Number six, man. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> bet the virtual ponies. Goddamn right, man. Nothing more exciting than getting fucking fat on Royal Farms fried chicken and fattening your wallet with a few nicely placed bets in the middle of the day in uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, but I, I think at the end of the day, you made a sound economic decision. You know, you understood, you, 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 you weighed your options literally. You had them in hand, and we're like, oh, this one, this one's a lot more, and bang for my buck. You know, yeah. now whether or not it's free of judgment from the teller, and obviously at Rick's, more often than not, the teller is going to be owner or ownership. You know, there's not a lot, a whole lot of like. Uh, you know, teenagers behind the counter just you know, trying to earn minimum wage or anything like that. But free of judgment from them. Now, when you get home, it might be a different story. Now, I already I explained how... it. I already explained it to Maria. I said, "Listen, this bottle, which was on, which wasn't empty yet, this bottle was twenty five dollars. <laughs> this jug was thirty. Don't judge me. I'm just I'm just saving us money. That's all I'm doing. But as far as the judgment goes, the Indian guy who runs the register and stocks the shelves is like, oh, we're not buying beer anymore. I was like, ah. So he knows my purchase habits and he's aware that I've switched something up here. And so I just, you know, I don't know. I just don't want them to think I've fallen. You know, maybe I need to have a conversation with them, which I'm sure he's looking yeah. forward to. No, you don't have to have a conversation with them at all. Yeah. It's like all liquor store tellers have minors in psychology. You know, yeah. they have... I would almost say it's like, uh, they should, it's like your pharmacist, right? Like you only ask them like the essential stuff. Like, Hey, can I mix this with this? Mm -hmm. like, nah, dog, don't do that. And you go up to like, you know, fucking your local Indian liquor store guy. And you're like, Hey man, got any, uh, any flavored gins? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got a couple back here, man. What you need? You know what I mean? Like, just very specific stuff. You don't build a relationship. There isn't this fucking, like, I mean, maybe. I don't think you're in there that much, though. I'm, that's why no shit. That's I'm, in there three times a, week. a day type shit. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm twice you know a week. I mean? I'm twice a week. You know a so. guy who, like, went to high school with, like, an uncle of yours but sleeps on benches from time to time in your local town? That's the kind of guy... That has the relationship with the liquor store man, not you. Fair enough. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, thank you. I, I do feel better. And if yeah. you didn't know, and I don't know if I've explained this yet or not, but see, uh, see this fancy pants thing right here. This is my kitchen scale. So what I've done ever since I gave up the white claws is I, I I fire this bad boy up, and then I make a decision with my vodka. I decide how how hard we going tonight, fellers. If it's a if it's a night before a day off, then it's a it's an ounce and a half of vodka with my my uh. Food Lion soda water. And if it's like a night like tonight, guess what? I'm only doing 0.5 ounces and I'm going to have a lot of them. You see what I'm doing there? I'm regulating. <laughs> a lot of them. 
I'm regulating. <laughs> what I was going to say was, is, is so long as you don't have a, a tab going on with, with the liquor store, you know, mm. like, hey, man, I get, I get paid this Friday. Yeah. I, I promise. You know, as long as you don't got that type of relationship yeah. going on. You're you know okay. why? Because if you've gotten to that point, you're not getting like. You're not getting like pints of Grey Goose. You're getting like pints of Popov. You know what I mean? Like they're giving it to you on the arm, but it's fucking three fifty anyway. So who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, can you imagine a time like there was a time where there was a tab? Like if you do, they still do that. I guess construction workers probably have like tabs rolling at like like Lowe's and and Home Depot and stuff like that. I don't know. Nope, I don't think that's how that works at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if corporations that... are like you have corp company credit cards, pay us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I don't like we do. Like, if our guys need to like go pick some random, I don't know about. Do you guys have technique like Wes? You guys have field guys. You're PM. Yeah, right? like yeah. If their guys need like hangers for wire, mm-hmm. they just run to the local hardware store and buy them. Yeah, and, and then. It... They expense it against the uh, the project, and yeah. when when I do my, it's called P and L profits yeah. and loss. This, guy, this guy's got to fix it. Yeah, I got like, hey, idiot, sure take this receipt, and make it say stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put down for a handle bottle of Tito's vodka. Yeah, right. <laughs> as, as we call that, call that cable grease. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right. It's a, stop buying the Cat Six A. You don't need it, you dumb bastards. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm sure somewhere in the backwoods of America, there's a liquor store that does do tabs for situations like that. Mm-hmm. People who, who are frequent, frequent, I was going to say frequent flyers, like frequenters who have rewards points at, uh, you know, yeah. Rick's in Arkansas. But they, yeah, I'm sure that they do every now and then. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, you, I mean, you, need, you, need a, you need a half pint? Go ahead. That's fine. That's it, has, it has changed ownership now with the, there's a classy joint in downtown Arbutus, Maryland uh, that will give you, give you a pint of something, maybe two, on the fucking arm. Yeah. 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 You know, you, uh, like a new multiple people run through there. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> That's does, wild. Does it still? Does it still do it? I don't know. It's. I think I don't. Probably not. It I mean, it's like abuse like five minutes down the road for me. I might. Yeah. Uh, it's only, <laughs> it has changed ownership hands. I know, but in this era, like there really is no point. There was a time, like like you were saying, like man, I don't get paid till Friday. I'm out of cash. Can I just? And see, yeah, let's put it on my tab. All right, cool. Like, and then you would go in there, and yeah, you'd probably cash your check. At the counter and be like, mm-hmm. all right, settle up the tab, right? Yep, yeah, man, go ahead. How much is on there? Uh, uh, $14.50. Ugh, man, I got to slow down. You know, and this is like 1985. Yeah, because that's like five pints of pop-off at that point. That's a lot of, <laughs> of drinking. Some half pints. The, there was the coat. He was the working owner of a, a bar that we frequented in Perryville, but we've mentioned it on the show. Alan, you've heard of it. The rendezvous. Maybe did we, have we established that you went there once? Yes, I have been, I've been there. For, yeah. Okay. It, it has since burned down, Please. but the owner of that, him and his, I, I guess like three other people that he went into business with had liquor stores all throughout Harford County. <clears throat> they made one of the, I don't know if all of them had it, but I know that one of the liquor stores had, they, they cash checks to the tune of something like 9%. Wow. 
that was the, that was the charge too. Yeah, and and to think about that though. You go there with your, you know, a weekly or biweekly check. You get gouged for nine percent, and then you're standing right in a liquor store. You're like, well, fuck it. <laughs> Spent some money today. I've cashed a check at a liquor store before, but nine percent—that's fine. I might smack the motherfucker. <laughs> You can go somewhere else. You can go yeah, somewhere I mean, else. You can get a bank yeah, account. You got to. You got to. Or you can get a bank account. Yeah, let's go. Oh, Alan, uh, I do have a question for you, a, a fire-related question. Um, to In your professional knowledge and opinion, if a establishment burns down, like, I don't know, a few months, like a, let's say a restaurant burns down like a few months before several other restaurants in the vicinity are prepared to open, um, is that usually an insurance case that needs to be <laughs> combed over? I mean, probably. Okay. I'm not, I'm no inspector or firefighter. You know, I just sell the systems that are like, Hey, firefighters come put me out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds, sounds fishy. Okay. Or are you talking know. about something that recently happened in the greater Cesar County area? So what <laughs> yes. you're going on about? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They just happened to build a great, great Wolf Lodge, and they're going to be putting in a Texas Roadhouse and several other, like you know, higher end chain establishments next to the local yokel um, summertime seafood restaurant, and it just happened to go up gangbusters, like five fucking fire companies, and I'm just like, huh, interesting that happened on that particular street corner at this particular time of the year, just before the summer season when all these buildings will be completed. Yeah. And I, listen, I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing, by the way. I was about to say, I'm no fire engineer, but I'm no, I, I don't hit any spectrum of the, of the fire world. I understand how it kind of works, gets hot enough, burn shit, and then other things around it will burn. Uh, but <laughs> if something, if say, I've seen videos of this thing. Okay. Are we allowed to say the name of the establishment? Who cares? I mean, we right? can, that doesn't matter. I don't think yeah, it was in the news, right? Jumbo Jimmy's. You can check it out. Uh, Alan, like I've seen videos of someone driving by it with their phone <laughs> out their window, just going along the entire thing. This thing's pretty long. If it, if something small happened, it caught pretty quick because the entire fucking building's on fire and like not every just a little inch. bit, a lot yeah. of it. Yeah. Usually like when you see, oh man, it burned down, like the kitchen area, that side of the building is yeah. is up and then the other half is maybe charred a little bit or maybe there's some smoke damage. Some fire grease uh, hit something and yeah, it fucked up some drywall and some and a little bit of ceiling and, and some uh, insulation. Nope. No, this fucker was. <laughs> <laughs> this looked like Michael Bay was filming a scene and got a little out of hand. <laughs> That's right. Damn. That's right. Yeah, well. I, see some, I see some pictures here. It looks. Uh... It's not the biggest building in the world. Which no. is why I'm like, how did this thing just like, I mean, we're talking like that weird orange flame that's like rolling with black smoke mixed into it. Yeah, it was. I mean, but then again. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not dissing. A lot of people love that establishment. I think I went there once uh, late at night because it was the only place open and I still wanted a couple beers in my belly. And that's the only time I'd ever been in there. But it's it was it was a beloved establishment. Um, they probably didn't clean it all that well. That's all I'm saying. So yeah. there's, it's possible that it, it rolled out like that. Yeah. but whew, Excuse me. That whole bitch. That whole thing looks like it's fucking up in flames. Like that's not like a yeah, like you guys said, it's not like a oh yeah. grease fire. It's, it's a, you know, it's just it's a single floor rancher. 
pretty yeah. long. They built, they've had some extensions to it. There's a semi covered outdoor area. I've only been there, I don't know, 15, 20 times. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, gone. So it's, it raises suspicion. Well, anywho, oh, this is, this is what I was going to tell you. There's a, uh, when I, when I opened the show with vodka, that spawned something in my mind. I, I cooked something that I saw on some social media thing. You know, they, they, <clears throat> do these things where they teach you how to cook a dish in two and a half minutes. It's perfect. And this was good. This was like uh meatballs with uh, sauerkraut, apples and apple cider. And then you, you simmer and you throw a, a, a top on it and let it kind of congeal together. But he, the, the, the chef who you guys would know, he's a celebrity chef, but I don't, I don't know him by name. He's been on tons and tons of things and cooking network and everything, but he, he pours in the apple cider and he turns towards the camera and just goes, Oh, <laughs> Why do you got to fucking do that? Why do you got to spruce it up with ball? <laughs> well, there are some things that are more delicious this time of year. I don't know what it is. Yeah, anything like apple and cinnamony, um, ham. ham. For some reason, like ham ain't a summer food, man. I don't know what it is. I don't even know what that means. But yeah, <laughs> ham ain't a summer food. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's not. <laughs> But I guess some about ham in the winter is a little bit better, but that's fair, I guess. Yeah, with the glaze. <laughs> I don't know. I eat ham year round. Good point. Ham sandwich um, after a good yeah, run in the summer. I mean, I'm with you though on the general thought, like apples, apple cinnamon, pumpkin stuff, uh, sweet potato stuff. Actually, I eat a lot of sweet potatoes in general, but still, yeah. Oh, see, there it is. Oh, well, all I know is, you know, Maria, this ain't her native land, but man, she has absolutely fallen in love with Thanksgiving. Cause like, you know, most of our other holidays are shared globally, but Thanksgiving ain't one of them. So, you know, she's, she's gotten, she, she has gotten into the Thanksgiving mood, man. Uh, we, we don't even do a Thanksgiving dinner here, but she's like, I want to make a Thanksgiving dinner for this house. Like, all, all, all right. So we're going to spend a few hundred hundred dollars to have like a thousand sides by ourselves. Got it. Mm, I mean, I'm down, but is that not the most fall fucking mood you've ever heard of? Yeah, Yeah, that's what we do. We just make our own little fucking. Basically, it's like we don't even make a a turkey. I think we made a tiny little ham one year. Fucking. I think we I think we fucking. Got some fucking sushi one year, like okay, well, that's millennials. just weird. ooh fall time and, sushi, but, and also had fucking like mashed potatoes and stuffing and mac and cheese and fucking ham ham tempura. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> get a ham steak. I need a ham steak. No, you said you know? sushi. I was trying they, to figure out what they cut. They cut ham steak. I know yeah. that's the thing is. I mean, pork's just pork. I, that's what I never understand. Like people who are like that. I don't like ham. Like you like bacon. All pork is pork. I mean, it's just pork. It's just cut differently. Like you said, ham steak. Uh, it's just a, it's just a really thickly sliced piece of the ham. Yeah. There's, yeah. Only thing that makes it steak is its fucking thickness. That's it. See, I'm yeah. I'm partial to what Alan said. The ham steak. <clears throat> excuse me. With like <laughs> Which mustard that mustard that the concept. <laughs> What's that? Which Murr just hates the concept yeah. of ham steak. I do. No, but I, I like I like it with mustard that's almost so potent and horseradishy that you you you, you a little you know I mean a little too much will make it will ruin it. There's a fine makes line you, between makes you sneeze. 
Yeah. You know, there's enough horseradish and shit in it that just if you sniff it, it's like, whew, man, damn, that's like bliss. That's fall to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. Good ham. Middle steak. class holes, everyone. Ham steak, uh, shrimp tempura, and butterfly jumbo jimmies on fire. That's the, I just tried to get, like tell everyone who we were. So, uh, things are things are unwrapping up here. Things are getting down to almost twenty twenty four. Middle class holes are about to turn four in the next handful of months. I think we need to figure out what's going to happen in our future. I think we need to unravel the mysteries of the world. There's a few things that have come out in the news recently, and it just doesn't seem like a coincidence to me. If it seems like a coincidence, maybe it's not a coincidence. And I think there's only one mythical man that can answer and unravel these questions for us. That's right. And, and to a conspiracy theorist's mind, there are no coincidences, just so you know. that that, that's, that, that is just water for the conspiracy theorist plant. And it's time to let it bloom as That's we right. introduce to you the one and only Nostradamus. G- gentlemen. Not, it's gotten so much better. Nostradamus, are you a uh, fall food connoisseur? Do you like um do you like fall type foods? Do you like the thanks I don't know if you're familiar with Thanksgiving, um, but uh we, we were just having a discussion and we were curious uh, if you could weigh in on your uh, your palate for the fall type foods. Yeah, I've seen I've seen your Thanksgivings. A little a little brutal historically, but it's neither here nor there. Wait, wait, what's what's brutal about our Thanksgivings? I mean Listen, let's not get into it. <laughs> you know, wait, no. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That way. No, your, that the calm let's before the focus storm on your foods, Andrew. Let's focus <laughs> on the important stuff. Like sauerkrauts and stuffings. And yeah, I have. Uh, to answer your question, Wesley, I have had it, and it's delicious. I love all of them. I love the sweet potatoes with the little marshmallow on top, apple apple pies, cherry pies, maybe even some sort of rhubarb or blackberry. Mm. Delicious. Yeah, I'm a fan. Is what I'm okay. Saying. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, Mer, uh, let's hit him up with something that's more pop culture meets... Uh, Meets the realm of news, okay, and then uh, and then see 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 what Nostradamus has for us. Well, uh, Nostradamus, I'm not sure. Are you aware of the sport of American football? Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's a game that does not involve the feet. No, n- not particularly. <laughs> I mean, there are some aspects of the game that are are, are footy, um, but however, yeah, primarily the game is not played that way. Well, one of its biggest stars is now dating. Um, one of the the pop world's biggest musical sensations. It's kind of a a match made in what we call network television, just just heaven for mm-hmm. for everyone around. Um, now the thing is, the team that the football star plays for, their quarterback has a wife who's a little boisterous and has been known for her uh, maybe her cuntiness uh, on and off camera, uh, a little shrill, a little obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And apparently some tweets about the pop star made by this particular quarterback's wife from 10 years ago have resurfaced. And the uh, the Swifties are none too happy about it. Um, how do you see this uh, working its way through the fabric of the American culture? What are the implications? Uh, are there any cancellations coming up? Is there anything we need to concern ourselves with moving forward? Um, 
Well, tell you what, Adrian. Sounds like there's a lot of bad blood uh, between between these two. That's a that's a joke. If you don't if you don't if you don't know your Taylor Swift. Uh, but I digress. Uh, look, this won't this won't be the first empire to fall due to the cunning wiles of a of a blonde seductress, mm. and uh, I think that's I think that's really what you're seeing here. Egypt, Rome, Persia, maybe, probably, Kansas City, <laughs> Kansas City, the, the, the next great, the next great metropolis to fall at the hands <laughs> of, of the feminine wilds, uh, and I think that's what you're seeing here. So you're just gonna have to let it play out. The Swifties get what they want, and if it's Britney's head, Britney's head it shall be. Oh. Hmm. Um, Wes, do you have any? Do you have any input? Is there any insight you'd like to add to like uh, this re- this particular relationship? And maybe Noster Dumbass can tell us why or why it's not a good or bad thing. Well, I guess uh, you know you make a great point about the blonde seductresses kind of ruining empires. Do you foresee this ruining uh, performance between the team's star quarterback and star tight end who? Go hand in hand. Their games coincide. One can't do what they do without the other. Uh, well, you know, depending upon who you ask. But I mean, does this, does the, uh, does the womanly ways and the banter and the cackling from the skybox trickle down onto the field? Of, of course. Look, uh, a, a great general can't command uh, a, a great soldier. Uh, with with such distractions at home, and so which which I think you're ultimately going to see is the de- the destruction and the demise of the great emperor Andrew Reed, uh, mm. because of the infighting that happens. You know, so civil wars are, are fickle things; they they happen quickly, uh, and sometimes at the behest of a blonde seductress, as I've gone over. So, it, it's it's a recipe for disaster. Uh, we should either sacrifice one of the blondes, or trade one of the, or trade one of the athletes. I think this is really the only answer. Um, is there any repercussions, uh, one way or the other, for the uh, the, the Twitterverse? I mean, who who goes through ten years of uh, of tweets? Just, I mean, this. I mean, Brittany Mahomes is now twenty seven years old, and she she said these things about you know Taylor Swift. Ten years ago, when she was seventeen, um, well, is this more on Brittany Mahomes, or is this more on the the troll who decided to sift through uh, several, like a decade's worth of information? Elon pays good money to go through the archives, so that's that's point one to think about. But number two, it's mostly on the trolls. Nobody, Brittany okay. Mahomes, don't care. Brittany Holmes is the franchise, essentially. If you think she, in all honesty, she, I've I've warmed up to her. I watched that the quarterback special on Netflix, and I was just like, you know, she ain't my cup of tea, but she ain't that bad. She supports her husband. She takes care of the kids. Uh, she's at every game. She's supportive. She's into the fucking. She's into the game. Yes. She's like, we better fucking score now. I'm like, yeah. damn. I'd love I'd love for my wife to be that into something I do. And, yep. you know, and, and now she's got a bestie 
who you know can take over the world at a at a moment's notice. Uh, are the are the Swifties bestie is less likable. Well, I I do want to know like are the Swifties um about to learn their role mm-hmm. in in their ways of the world because it seems as though they have a mind virus uh, where they're overly protective of their deity and i'm wondering if now that their deity is not going to um uh, shirk off this this new threat uh because you know it's nonsense and stupid are they then going to question their own lives and everything that they've meant up to this point um i think i think you've already seen it like they thought they could just change the NFL, and they couldn't really. It kind of stopped. The buck stopped at the NFL, right? Like they let Taylor into the suite, but she ain't down on the field calling plays. You know what I mean? Like that's that's basically what the ladies were were expecting. You know, <laughs> and and they didn't get that. So I think the Swifties have learned a quick lesson. They might learn another quick lesson that Travis can go bye-bye soon. He's, he's been doing this for like a decade. Mm. So who, uh, who wins the 2023 season? The Swifties, the Mahomeses, the Chiefs, the Reeds, the Super Bowl. It's definitely not the Reeds. That's okay. for sure. That guy's, I love him, but he could, he could take a major loss anytime now. Uh, if you catch my drift, if you catch my drift, a little too much ham steak <laughs> on on toast, <laughs> Kansas which, City toast. Which don't blame him. Listen, yeah. uh, he's, in the right, he's in the right town for his physique. <laughs> uh, do you what? Do you, are, are you Wesley? Are you asking me a Super Bowl prediction? Well, maybe if it just so happens that uh, the Super Bowl. You know, it, it is is foreseeable, but I does does is there a demise? Is there something that just comes about from this, or is this much to do about nothing? And then it'll just pan out, you know, come February of next year. Um, look, this goes one of two ways. I think I I I personally think it results in the demise of an empire, as I mentioned to you. Andy Reid potentially dies dies in a hot tub. <clears throat> Glass of wine in the sand, ham, ham, oh, ham steak sandwich in the other. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, Swifties. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes falls down the steps of his brand new million dollar home, career ending knee injury. Travis Kelsey becomes Taylor Swift's handmaiden. <laughs> I mean, he's basically what he is now. I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> And this all happens yeah. before the new year. Actually, it's crazy. It's a lot of shit getting ready to happen. Yeah, so buckle up, folks. Yeah, buckle up, man. <laughs> Good thing, Murr, if you have any bets to lay down, we could uh, we could, we could get to the bottom of this. All right. Yeah. We good on Swifties and uh, yes. Shifties? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nasha Dumbass, I have a story for you. This comes out of, well, it's Philadelphia, bound for Miami, and then somewhere in between there. It was a federal mint truck carrying carrying roughly two million dimes. It was uh, reportedly estimated at seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but later reports said that it was more about two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Well, guess what? You probably already know this. It was stolen. Mm, who did. in the hell? Who in the hell 
says, yep, we're going to steal millions upon millions of dimes. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, only like a handful of people. Vin Diesel is up there. Uh, uh, the rapper Ludacris, which strangely enough, Fast and Furious connection. Yeah. Uh, fucking probably uh, Frostburg students. Frostburg oh, students. Like a group of a disgruntled band of students of the College of Frostburg from uh, have you guys heard of it before? It's it's a small college in West yes. Maryland. Yeah, we, we've heard of it on the east coast of the United States. You guys, familiar I actually, with I, the I, place? No, well, I, I know, yeah. I know Wesley is. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I actually, uh, I I studied there for three years. Oh, I studied fasc- something. Fascinating. So you understand why someone would want a truckload of dimes? Yeah. The. Uh... <clears throat> The, the the desire is certainly there and uh you know but it's something it's like I, yeah i get it mm. absolutely mm. uh michael keaton probably up there as, as, mm. as you know well. you, you did mention fast and the furious and i actually I, if i'm not mistaken i think that's how paul walker died he was actually on a heist on his way to a coin star and in that supercar that he was driving just threw the weight distribution off dunsky i heard that yeah Toyota Supras can't don't handle bags of dimes well. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> it's, it's bad for the suspension. It's bad for the low profile tires. Now, <clears throat> not sure uh, if you're familiar with the entire article. So uh, it turns out that a lot of these dimes were turned uh, into cash at coin machines in Maryland. Okay. Mm-hmm. And earlier on the show, <clears throat> not sure if you're a fan, but myself, Murr, and someone who looks a lot like you, he's a co-host of ours, we're discussing mm. just kind of weighing out economics, uh, you know, in, in front making decisions based upon economics that we know. But I guess that, you know, it, it's all profit anyway, but why would you go to a coin star and piss away, you know, was it <laughs> 10 cents on the dollar? Well, you can go to a bank. A bank does have a similar machine and they don't charge the... Uh... Mm. Your local bank doesn't charge that for that because they don't want to roll them anymore. So they're like, "Fuck you, dump it in the machine." And I'll, t- and I, and I'll tell you, it's because banks still probably make you roll them, like the old. Mm. Yeah, that's how they get you. Like, we won't charge you, but don't you bring your sack of fucking nickels up here, dick bag. <laughs> <laughs> you roll them shits. <laughs> um, do you do you have any theories though on like why go to such lengths? For, you know, dimes, quarters, 50 cent pieces, those mm-hmm. golden dollar coins that nobody uses that I get. That's a that's a high monetary value. But like but what I said, you know, when you break down the math, it only comes out to two hundred thousand dollars. And if it's a two man heist, I don't know if like federal bang you in the ass prison is uh, worth a hundred thousand dollar one time deal. No, I'd agree with you. I'm I'm going to assume it's bad intel. Mm. This This sounds. This sounds like a rookie job. You know what I mean? A couple guys have gotten pinched before, like stealing a car. Did a couple months, came back out. We're like, you know what? We could probably lift some dimes. But they weren't dimes. They were like fucking 50 cent pieces. Like you said, they're like, oh, could you imagine? Fucking 12 tons, 50 cent pieces. It's got to be a fucking million dollars. (laughs) Nope. Got dimes. Didn't know what to do with them. 
But I will say that as far as like uh, money in the modern era, if you're going to steal something, coins do seem like the safest bet if you can mm-hmm. figure out how to, you know, cash them into real money at some point because they can't track a coin. There's no serial numbers, barcodes on coins, you know, that once you've got them, you've got them in a garage, floor to ceiling, where nothing else fits anymore. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'd agree with you. I, uh, I mean, all all of the currency in my time is coin, so I don't, I don't really know the difference, but I would throw them away probably if I was in your time. I'd probably just be like, fuck this coin. Certain denominations, that's true. Dime, dime makes the cut. Uh, nickels and pennies, nah, they're 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 garbage coins. Why why not go sense. to a fountain and make wish? If you have millions of fucking wishes, one of them's bound to come true. <laughs> Good point. That's reasonable. So check this out. the uh, The same robbery was part of a spree where they also netted frozen crab legs, shrimp, meat, Ooh. beer, and liquor. Does any of that? reign supreme or do the hundreds and thousands or millions of dimes still is that the cash cow of uh of the robbery spree no the dimes was definitely the fuck up honestly the dimes mm. was probably supposed to be like i don't know cupcakes or fucking you know, cornbread <laughs> or something i don't know <laughs> with all that stuff and, they, they, and then they were like fuck we got bags of dimes what are we gonna do uh no i mean crap you said frozen crab legs Frozen crab legs. That's Frozen right. Frozen crab legs. That's not bad. No. I mean, that could be. That could be worse. So they 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 were looking for millions of pounds of cornmeal mix. Was that that was actually <laughs> no, no, not the mix. It was probably already like pre made cornmeal. It's probably <laughs> from a bakery of some sort. Listen, okay. you're asking a lot of questions. Here. A lot of <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're right. I, I do feel like though that like that much weight of crab legs is probably worth more than the dimes. <laughs> probably, honestly. <laughs> What else, what, what else was it? Beer? Uh, beer? That's got yeah, be- beer, liquor, just meat, and then <laughs> shrimp. And I figure frozen crab legs and shrimp fall technically under the meat, but they didn't differentiate between. Uh, I would venture uh, to guess that the frozen crab legs, shrimp, and meat do not go together like your instinct tells you. Mm. They very much should stay separate. It's probably yes. what is that? That's what that tells me. Right. Reading between the lines here. That meat should be all of its own. And that's probably an entire like cow quarters or quarter. Like, you know, like the same, same thing Rocky punches on. <laughs> I, 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 I'm thinking more like it could just be an indiscriminate pink blob of meat. Yeah. Like the <laughs> McDonald's burger uh, congeal. The chicken nugget paste. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Just bags of, of pink pink paste. Yeah. Interesting. So, Nasha Dumbass, in your futuristic, I don't even know if it's opinion or just what you know, uh, you, we, we deemed you to be, to be a fortune teller. So the uh, four Philadelphia men who are up for, uh, who, who were arrested, uh, face conspiracy, robbery, theft of government money, and other charges. How do you see this playing out for the uh, culprits? Um, I believe... Our colleague, uh, Andrew, said it best. Uh, federal bang me in the ass prison <laughs> is probably in the future uh, for those. Why? Why, gentlemen? Dimes? Why? <laughs> Quarters? 57 
They still have fucking Sacagaweas. Not even that. Okay. <laughs> Susan B. Anthony's. Yeah. yeah uh, gotcha. Vacuums. All right. And finally, uh, Nostradamus, uh, one final question. And this one I feel like really needs some unraveling here because this, this is a pretty high charge uh, made by the United States women's national team, quote unquote, legend Megan Rapino. Uh, she was playing her last professional match of her professional career on Saturday when she had what was described as, quote, the worst possible outcome, suffering what is believed to be a ruptured Achilles just six minutes into the match. And she said, this is proof that God does not exist. Um, if this is, in fact, gospel, pardon the pun, um, that God does not exist because why would he exist if uh, Megan Rapino of the world uh, is not allowed to have access to her Achilles tendon? Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean in the grand scheme of all theology that's existed throughout the entirety of the human realm. Hmm. I mean, why did God choose this moment to reveal himself in Mega Rapino's life? I feel like it could mean that we're truly insignificant, you know? Oh, we're all just we're just dust in the wind as the poets <laughs> from the band Kansas proclaimed. And you know, it's really heavy stuff once you once you get down to it. <laughs> but is there not a contradiction in maybe the Aaron Rodgers situation? Is the miraculous healing that this man has gone through to possibly have him playing in another two weeks' time proof that maybe God does exist in a form of a human being that maybe is cut from a finer cloth? Hmm. No, that's just DMT. Okay, fire enough. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just good drugs. I could, I could tell you about that kind of stuff. We could, we could <laughs> pretty much anything. Bet you can, Nostra <laughs> Dumbass. Bet you can. Well, gentlemen, is that all for this evening? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Nostra Dumbass, are you, you going to indulge in a couple weeks to our week time at the Thanksgiving? Or are you going to stick to the old classic cornbread and whatever else, the lamb leg, lamb shank? And, cornbread and dimes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm, That's... Gotcha. It's not, nope. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna get down. I'm gonna dime bags. I'm gonna put <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. In your era, did you uh celebrate anything as significant as the eradication of a people's and uh just you know the celebratory nature of oh, yeah. uh, conquering their lands? Yeah, I mean we just kind of eradicate peoples all the time around here, honestly. Left and right. Asia, Africa, further Europe. We're into, we're into conquering lands in these parts. So, yes, I do know. And typically we feast on their foods, not ours. Because <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> that's what we'll be doing. We'll be feasting on traditional stuff like stovetop stuffing, <laughs> canned cranberry sauce. You guys ever had it out of a can? It's delicious. Oh my god, it's better than what you could possibly rip out of a bog. I know that. Yeah. Don't get the bog yeah. stuff. That's terrible. Who wants, who wants bog berries? That's crazy. <laughs> Master Dennis, if you guys want any, you know, for a newly conquered land, if you want any tunes, I'll ship you a boombox and a fresh Taylor Swift CD mm. to uh, jam out to while you're indulging in local cuisine, not local to you. Yeah, please do. But please make sure okay. it's the version 
that her old manager gets the proceeds off of, not the one that she gets the proceeds <laughs> off of. I, I do not support. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank, Thank you, Nostra Dumbass. <laughs> yeah, you know, she re-recorded all of her old music because uh, she couldn't get the masters back. So she did what Prince did. She went back in the studio, redid all the songs so that she could have the masters to those songs. And now she is selling those masters to all the companies. Damn. I mean, good for good for her. That's I mean, that's a that's a pain in the ass. And, you know, people shouldn't have to do that. But. Yeah, that's why if you look at any song, like if you, go, if you go to Apple Music and you see like any of the songs, it'll say Taylor's version on it. And that's because she sold those rights to Apple and Apple was cool enough to be like, yeah, we'll take these rights and not the rights of the uh, the money grubbing moocher that like stole half your livelihood uh, when you were a teenager. So that's cool. It's <laughs> hilarious. Well, we uh, we got our futures told, at least in part, I think. So let's uh, let's make ourselves smarter. Let's bump up an IQ point or two if you get do that to it's us. A lot of a based upon your guys for what I do. <laughs> not really a whole lot of like revealing information. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's see what amazing facts Tearaway had for us this past week. All right, let's get to it. Your mental floss. Amazing facts brought to you by our brand new friend, Cuckster for Life. Find him over on Instagram, uh, the Cuckster. He's just a man with a wife who doesn't particularly like having uh, sex with him anymore. But there is still romance in that life. And if you'd like to know about it, find Cuckster, the number four, life on Instagram. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know, though the date has changed a couple of times throughout the 20th century, Veterans Day falls on November 11th of each year. The date was chosen to coincide with the anniversary of the armistice with Germany in World War I, which occurred at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. Mm. 11, 11, 11. Make a wish. I wish for no war. <laughs> the armistice, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like someone may have said that I when I was working at the uh, previous, previous, previous employer when they were doing something big for Veterans Day. I feel like someone kind of dropped some knowledge on the, on the crowd because a lot of uh, a lot of employees were were former former vets and not animal doctors, but actual you know served in the United States military. And uh, that I can't say that I know that, but. I feel like that got told to me at one point in the last 10 years. So much like a lot of these fun facts, I don't remember them all. And well, this yeah, one... probably, have you guys heard? So like you can hear the audio or suppose. Yeah. There's a, there's a speech. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure who gave the speech, but it was just like on the 11th hour of the 11th day on the 11th month. It's basically how it goes. <laughs> we celebrate these veterans. Who laid down their lives in the name of peace. And then he falls asleep. <laughs> but no, you can hear, like, yeah, there's audio recording of like, it's, it's like called like when the guns fell silent and it's mm. the end of fucking the war, basically on audio because, but it was 1918. So like they weren't like videotaping that shit. You know what I mean? 
It isn't like now where you can like GoPro up a fucking Marine over in Afghanistan and be like, hey, just go modern warfare this shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting. You see, I, I would like to see like a Spielberg-esque World War One movie. You know, Saving Private Ryan kind of changed the game of, of, of that type of like cinematography. So have you seen All All's Quiet on the Western Front? I have old not in quite some time. It's it's old. Oh. It's it's like the forties or thirties, right? Very old. Yes, but they redid it like mm. this year, mm. last year. Um, yeah. and I'm like an hour into it. It is like almost three hours long. Keep that in mind. Uh, but I'm like an hour into it, and so far it's really fucking good. Like it's totally redone and reshot. It's, I think I'm pretty sure they're in German too. So you might have to deal with that. I deal with subtitles. That's fine. Yeah. When they're, uh, when they're like a one shot move, like, like 1917 or something like that. When they're, Oh yeah, that is, I haven't seen that though. And that, the, and the thing that with that is it's a one shot movie. Like the, everything's done like almost POV style and like camera. Yeah. All the way through each, each scene is just that. So you're following, it's almost like real time. You're following that, that, that moment in that person's like, life in the war that day mm. fucking wild but yeah no i haven't seen that either but yeah but the other thing that people don't realize too is like world war one marks the end of quote-unquote primitive warfare like every world war two and forward is all considered modern warfare motorized warfare yeah yeah, yeah. there was there was some aerial stuff going on in world war one but I mean, yeah, some, I mean, like very, right. Shit. Yeah. It's like People, guys in biplanes, like holding like bottles of nitroglycerin, like, like holding grenades <laughs> and dropping them and shit. Yeah. Like, we're going to Molotov cocktail you from 5,000 feet. Yeah. <laughs> Look out below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is actually, and I, I meant to say, there's a really good Allie G skit from like the first or second season. This is like two or three where, where he's talking to a, this is a, a, a veterinarian on a farm. Jeez. He's like, all right, all right. but it's like, but he also happens to be a vet, a war vet. It's like, all right, yeah. check it. So when you was in Vietnam, how many animals did you take care of? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, you're a vet, right? You said you was in Vietnam. Fucking <laughs> 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 asshole. He's so funny. <laughs> oh shit. Speaking of fall, we've got a lot of turkey talk coming up. So did you know? The turkey is an American bird, so why does it share its name with a country on the other side of the world? Laziness, mostly. Turkish traders had been importing African guinea fowl to Europe for some time when North American explorers started shopping uh, Melgaris galarapo, uh, basically <laughs> that bird. Uh, they were bringing it back to the old world. Uh, the American birds looked kind of like the African turkey cocks, so Europeans called them turkeys. Eventually, the word turkey came to describe the Mgabalavalakalo exclusively. Mm. What did they call it before the turkey? They didn't the have a name for it. The, the, whatever that word I can't <laughs> oh, pronounce. Oh, that, that was it. Okay, I, remember, I yeah. thought that was what the bird that was being traded for. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, listen, I get it. <laughs> I'm world-class lazy. And if you give me Miguelis, Michaelakalis, or whatever the fuck you just said, and it's like turkey, <laughs> turkey all day. Also a Great. Greek soccer player. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> we call him Mike. All right. Um, 
But that, that no, did not know that. That's interesting. That is that's interesting. Laziness well, mostly. When you got when when you said that, I was like, oh, I got I got to hear this. Well, and then also like the hubris of the rest of the world to name a country. I now wonder what the Turks call their own country because um, even here, even now in the modern era, we still call it Germany. But if you go to Germany, they call it Deutschland. Deutschland. Yeah. Why have we not been like, hey, our bad for like misnaming you all of these like centuries now? Like, I get it. There were the Germanic tribes and all that jazz. But why do we get the right to call them Germans when they don't call themselves that? Like, shouldn't we just be like, oh, yeah, we should update that shit? I guess you could yeah, create a paradigm shift. I don't know. I think that's kind of impossible because, like, that's just the nature of language, right? Like, people no, are but there's people but, different things. What are we going to call them? Deutschlanders? Yes. Yes. We call them what they call themselves. Like, I, I, I wouldn't. Okay. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, slang names for Americans globally. But, like, if I'm over somewhere else, like, oh, wh- where are you from? The United States. Where? The United States of America. What's that? Oh, you mean Tonka Town? Like, what? <laughs> you know, you, you, mean... make the, you make the trucks. Yeah, we all you had it mean... when we were kids. We just call it Tonka Town. You mean McDonald'sville? Yes. I'm familiar with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, my point is, is like the people who live there should have the say in what their country's called. And if the Germans call it Deutschland, then it's not really that big of a leap for me to start calling it Deutschland. You know, like, yeah. you know, I'd, be, I, I'd even be willing to compromise. I'll go Turkey Deutsch. Okay. <laughs> you can just do that. Call it Wiener, the Sauerkrautville. <laughs> Ugh, yummy. <laughs> I'll have some of that with turkey. There. Did you know the Vlasic Stork's origins go back to the 1970s when Vlasic ran an ad campaign saying that since birth rates were declining, the baby delivering stork had to get a new job as a pickle delivery man. That's a great fucking backstory, in my opinion. What was he doing before? He was delivering babies. Delivering babies. No, you said he had. <clears throat> Oh, because there was a spike in babies. Okay, never mind. Oh, no, I, you missed the whole thing. There was a decline in birth rates. Right. So that meant that the, the, the baby delivering stork guy was like, ah, I'm out of a job. I know what I'll do. I'll sell pickles. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Now now that makes sense. Sorry. I had to th- I, I thought he was a pickle salesman that had to go into <laughs> baby delivery. Baby delivering? <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the, the job descriptions are kind of potato potato, but pickle salesman. <laughs> What are your, uh, you got some good references here. What's your qualifications? Well, uh, it was a pickle salesman over in Germany. You mean Deutschland? Yeah, Germany. Uh, and (laughs) went to the cucumber academy. (laughs) Went to the cucumber academy. (laughs) (laughs) And they pickled me well enough to become a pickle salesman. Gosh. I think he had to like break it to his family. Like, oh, so Vinny, what you doing these days? <laughs> Still delivering babies? Ah, no, I, that, that, dry, that dried up a little bit. I got laid off. What are you doing? Uh, pickles, mostly. Pickles, huh? Uh, that definitely went with like a nah, pop. <laughs> got into pickling. Yeah. His dad <laughs> just looked down on him. Yeah. 
He said, you mean, you mean to tell me all these people are out there fucking and procreating? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's prevalent now. It's prevalent. So what you, I don't know what's Are happening. you making the pickles? Now. Are you selling the pickles? Hmm. What are you doing? I'm just telling people about the pickles. <laughs> I'm modeling. The I'm a model. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I go to I go to a convention center. If I can wave a pickle around, I take a bite. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I sometimes I drop them because I don't have hands. You know, I just kind of like clip it between my wing and get it in there, get it in the beak. It's not even I don't even really like them. Put it in the fold of my wing. <laughs> Did you see the controversy about pickles recently? Apparently, the the word pickle is not on any of your commercial pickle jars. <sighs> What do they call it, turkey? <laughs> no, no they just uh, don't name them. They don't name them at all. And then they um, actually asked them, like, are these really pickles? Like, are you actually pickling the cucumbers? And they were like, oh, this is the greatest answer that I wouldn't expect from, like, a company. They were like, there's limited space on the jars, and we figure everybody knows what the fuck they're buying. They know they're buying pickles, so why the fuck we got to put pickles on the jar? You know what it is. And then it makes so it- me realize that the Vlasic Pickle uh guy's like he's actually useful he was telling people what's in the fucking jar so it's it's just the brand name it doesn't yeah. mention pickles okay nope. hmm. wow. yeah because when i see clausen i know what that is fucking beauty look at that crunch mm. damn i just wish i liked pickles man they do look appetizing pickles are, are delicious i don't like pickles on my burger or my sandwich or any of that stuff. I I get excited. I tried. I got a, had... there was a there was a nice spear on the side. I got like a sandwich at a restaurant with some good nice crispy ass fries and I was like, "All right, Maria, I'm going to try a pickle. I haven't tried one in like 15 20 years, but maybe my taste buds have changed. I like things now that I didn't like then." And I I snapped it. And I, oh, oh. <laughs> and then I had to just spit it out. Is it just it, the texture? Not even the texture, man. Just that that brine. I guess it's just too much, too oh, much really? vinegar and spice. Uh, spice. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what they put in there. I haven't done a lot of pickle research since I've always hated pickles. I, I even hate salt and vinegar. Is that all it is? Yeah. Yeah. But see, I love yeah. cucumbers. You can do garlic. Sometimes it's like some peppercorns oh, and like what? some things like that, but nothing really crazy. But see, to me, there's I a great pickle. like artisan prank pickles or some shit. Well, are artisan pickles better than fucking just regular ass out of the bucket? I mean, pickle? so we get these these things from this little like farm stand, um, and they have like garlic and fucking like so like in the bottom of the the container are fucking like garlic cloves and like and peppercorns shit. and so, stuff. Like, yeah, so like it just yeah that gives it a little bit more flavor. But, I mean, if you're saying regular pickles are spicy, I don't know, bud. I, know, I don't know spicy isn't the right word. It's just, like, I don't know what they're putting in there, so I'm just using the word, like, spices. Like, they're putting it, and I, it's just none of it. But they're going to be naturally kind of, like, salty and vinegary, because that's what pickling is. Just, I know. But I just, again, I want to like them. Yeah. I just can't. I, it just, my, my taste buds are like, fuck these things. Same with, same with mustard. Fair. I can't deal with mustard. Uh-oh, I like mustard. I know, and I'd love to like both because I always see like those Chicago style like hot dogs where it's like a hot dog and it's like slit down the middle with like a pickle spear in the middle of it and all this like beautiful brown mustard on top. I'm like, God, onions. I'm like, man, I wish I could love that, but it doesn't love me. Is it just that it's like 
like what is it like that you don't is it like too sour is it too salty does it hurt your tongue no it doesn't hurt my tongue i think it's just it's every flavor that my body doesn't like like just not even like that i've been trained to not like it or i'm being a picky eater and don't like it it's just it is a disagreeable flavor that causes the gag reflex to kick in mayonnaise does it to me too if i get i can deal with like a slight smear of mayonnaise if it's on the sandwich i can just cope with it but if i get a glob of mayonnaise in my mouth i'm like i'm about to puke thinking about it it's just that 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 oily texture and it's i know it's no good for me and there's all sorts of it's not even like that bad a flavor but i can eat tuna fish like a tuna fish like tuna sandwich i can do that with mayonnaise and shit yeah yeah but um i do know that the the pickle game is a racket because uh, New York City delicatessens, the only reason they were giving pickles out is because they were so high on their 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 deli meats that they wanted people to cleanse their palate before they tried the next bite. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we're going to give you like four triangles of different sandwiches. In between trying each triangle, we want you to take a bite of the pickle so mm-hmm. you can eradicate all the flavoring of the other. That's all they were. They were a utensil. Yeah. And now they are a staple. That's horseshit. Fuck the pickle industry. Pickles are good, bro. Good for Satan. All right, enough pickle talk. Did you know, though it's weird to think of a time before chocolate chip cookies, they were, in fact, invented by Ruth Graves Wakefield in the 1930s, which means that when Leonardo DiCaprio's Howard Hughes orders 10 chocolate chip cookies, medium chips, not too close to the outside, in a scene in Martin Scorsese's The Aviator, which is set in 1928, he's going to have to wait a little while. Mm. They ain't fact-checking those things. Yeah. Howard Hughes is just neurotic and he wants his chocolate chip cookies. That's yeah. Great. It's, yeah. But how would he know he wants his chocolate chip cookies since they have not been invented yet? Mm. Well, Hughes was rich. He probably talked to Nostradamus. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Like, I got a sweet tooth, and nothing currently can help it. Nostrum like, ass only only rolls in the the highest of circles. Right. Yeah. See, edge. Howard, Howard, you don't have a sweet tooth; you have syphilis. <laughs> it's, it's your brain telling you you want chocolate. <laughs> I mean, it's a good want. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, if you're gonna conjure up something in your your, your diseased mind of something to chew on. Some yeah. chocolate chip cookies is I a mean, good fucking pool. It's also melting. So your brain, that is. <laughs> chocolate chips. <laughs> Not too close to the sides. Yeah. Mm. Take it for I don't know. I, I just wonder, like, we're, you know, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. Like, could you imagine a time before all of these treats had been concocted, like, like, like some sort of like. I don't know, alchemist putting together all of these ingredients, knowing that they're going to be delightful and delicious on the other side. I mean, there's all, there's some guy on TikTok, Instagram, whatever, one of the socials. And like, he goes back and finds recipes from the 1950s and earlier. And especially some of the depression era recipes. And you'd think they'd be God awful. And he's like, man, this is actually pretty good. Like, uh, like a potato cake. It's literally made with potatoes, but they just sprinkle in like cocoa and sugar. And he's like, this is fucking amazing. But we don't make that anymore. But could you imagine a time before macaroni and cheese? Jeez. 
anytime I want to think about. <laughs> yeah, you know. it doesn't sound like fun. Yeah, but I mean, it was probably something different, but they, you know, they probably called it turkey or something because <laughs> they were lazy. No, but there had to be a time before, like, the spice trade where you weren't eating for flavor. You know, you were just eating to survive. Just right. unleavened bread and fucking unseasoned fish. Yeah. Smoke some. Did they have tobacco then? Yeah, you know, just smoke some cigarettes unfiltered. <clears throat> Move on. Yeah. You know? Get some milk straight from the cow's teat, unfiltered. Eat your potato cake. Get out there and work. <laughs> Do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And finally, did you know, according to indigenous Australian folklore, the bunny ip is a creature found in lakes and swamps in Australia that is fond of eating people, especially women and children. Descriptions of the bunny ip very widely according to culture, but many descriptions say it looks something like a seal. Also, it supposedly lays eggs in its platypus nest. So basically, platypus is basically what they're describing. This thing's legit? It exists? Or this is mythical? No, it's mythical. It's like, you know, like, I don't know, I guess like the chupacabra, like, don't go wandering out at night. It's going to eat your blood. Right. You know, Australia is plenty scary... Yeah. With its non-fictional animals and beasts and <laughs> yes. sea life. Why do you have to make it scarier? Well, I, I would imagine if, okay, let's say you're a native Aussie, right? You've become accustomed to all of these things that will kill you at a moment's notice. So like, just like everywhere else where you got to scare the shit out of your kids just to get them to quit fucking around, you know, you got to make up the bunny yip. And it's like, bunny yip's going to get you. It ain't like that king cobra. He'll kill you in... <laughs> Half a second with his teeth. No, this thing is gonna it's gonna do weird shit to you. Yeah. Or the spiders <laughs> that'll kill you, or the fucking great white sharks that infest the Great Barrier Reef. The or... entire outside of the island. Yeah. It's just uh, sharks. Let's see. What else? That's they, they don't they well, the wildfires. Um, I don't know if they've like how prevalent they've been for the last like couple centuries. They they don't have it's Co- not the Komodo Koala, dragon. Koalas, Koalas give you syphilis. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or whatever. What? Yeah, koalas oh, we, have like fucking something. We talked about this. I, thought. I think it's chlamydia. They have, I think, syphilis and chlamydia. Like they're riddled with it. They're yeah. little whore badgers. They are tree dwelling whore badgers. All they want is their eucalyptus and a fucking porno flick made in a tree. That's all they want. I thought, I thought they can transfer that without sex to one another, but they can't transfer it to humans. No, they can. Chlamydia. Yeah. Yeah, there was something new. They like they there was something recently and it got brought up because of the wildfires and everybody was handling like wild koalas and they're like, Yeah, koala's gonna give you the clap, baby. Damn. Damn. What, do you do you high five it? You clap it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's specifically how you get it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Don't clap the koala. That would be scary enough if you were a fucking kid. Why do you gotta talk about the bunny yip? <laughs> well, fucking an S T D before you ever have sex. <laughs> and then, have you ever heard a koala like make its noise or whatever? It, oh, it's, it's horrifying! Yeah. yeah, sounds like the third woman I ever had sex with. <laughs> Just barfing into a cup. Lucky lady. <laughs> I bet she had the clap too. <laughs> and that, my friends, is your fun fact Friday. 
Folks, tonight on Before You Go, we had a really special treat coming from, uh, well, Yahoo News, but via The Independent. Don't know where that's out of. Uh, but check it. A uh, man pretends to be a store mannequin before stealing jewelry and food from a mall. So apparently a 22-year-old pictured on CCTV, which we're going to show you here in a moment, uh, was standing as a mannequin. And this is about as bad as someone who thought the bears in China were people dressed in bear suits standing around. Uh, so Wait, wait. Are you saying that you never got back to me on this? So you sent a video of some lady encountering these particular bears in the wild. Mm-hmm. And you're like, there it is, proof. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, yeah, that kind of is proof that the one in the zoo is a fucking guy in a bear suit. What are you talking about? That that bear stands up and waves. Yes, it does. I'm not saying that that's not the thing, but that bear that stood up and waved was like physiologically different. Yeah, it's a different It's a different bear. No, it's the same it's type like of bear. It's the sun bullshit. bear. Nonsense. That was a that, that was not the same type of bear. That was it like was a... the same type of bear. And when you <laughs> looked at it, I was like, that doesn't look like the Beijing zoo bear. The Beijing zoo bear definitely no. looks like a guy in a bear suit in comparison. That was that that was out of like the, the upper northeast northwest part of uh the, the United States or Turkey United States or whatever you want to call it, or Canada or Alaska. All right. <clears throat> that was not that was not the same type of bear. And I'll bet you're a betting man. You bet every day on on Online. Do, do you do you want to place a wager? Five bucks. That's a little pricey for me. Jesus. All right. <laughs> it's a little steep. We'll anyway, get to the of it. man, it can. <laughs> right. So the 22-year-old's pictured here on CT- CCTV holding a bag in a window in the store. Um, and yeah, I mean, he legitimately gets out right in front of the mannequins. And I'll show you guys here in a second. Um, screen. Voila, have yourself a look at that. Why they uh why they blacked out his eyes, I don't know, because to give you a little bit of ambiguity. So he um he waited till the store closed, or the mall closed rather, stole a bunch of shit, not a bunch of dimes from <laughs> from vending machines or crab legs or meat <sighs> or shrimp or booze. But uh your thoughts on I what I what I would consider a pretty good heist. If, in fact, the I don't even know how to like if you're a goddamn security guard walking by this on your on your on your route and you walk by that and be like, yeah, it's, it seems pretty lifelike. That's a mannequin now. I think on the first time by, you would be suspicious on the second time by hasn't moved. Same spot. Less suspicious. Third time by. That's a fucking mannequin. So I, I give the security guy, and you're, you're working minimum wage in a mall. Like, how much do you care? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's rough, because he's got himself in a good spot. It's like where you would expect to see a silhouette of a body. He's kind of nondescript. He's not wearing, like, bright colors. Yeah, pretty good job. So he, he stole from a jewelry stand and then went to a restaurant, ate, <laughs> um, then rolled under the shutters at an entrance, um, to swap out clothes for new clothes, and then afterwards went back in to get more food. So his <laughs> appetite, his appetite may have been his demise. Well, I mean, standing still, holding that bag all day. I mean, you know, finished. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to so, resist bourbon chicken from the mall. <laughs> you know I mean, it's hard to fucking. It, it's tough. 
I got get they, had it. The, they had the ham steaks at the uh, at the Boston <laughs> <Yeah>. Market. <laughs> okay, so he got caught, but because mm-hmm. he spent too much time there. I mean, and uh, look in this era, man. I don't know what you're trying to do. I mean, if you're not wearing a mask, you're you're dead to rights, man. All they have to do is go back, and as soon as you move from your mannequin position, they've ID'd you, they've got you, you're done. Now, if this was like 1985, this is the perfect crime. He could have gone to the food court. He could have stayed there till morning. He could have gotten done, waited till they opened, got back in the window, and done it for like a week straight, and just been laughing at everyone around him, like counting their drawers, like, it was all here yesterday, I don't know what happened. And But he got greedy. What if he tried to like walk like a mannequin, you know, just like, like, all like the, mo- like the yeah. movie mannequin. Mm-hmm. That's right. He actually, this, this prick, he could face up to 10 years and apparently he's been in custody for three months. I got to suspect that this is one of those things where they're just going to let this drag out. You know, he's going to be there for like eight months. <laughs> he's going to face a judge. He's like, you, you good. If you are, you feel better. I'm going to charge you with something. It'll be time, you know, was it time served? So you do another month, but you're gonna stop being a fucking mannequin and eating. What did you say? All the bourbon and orange chicken from the uh, from the from the Hunan house? Or I look. Bottom line is, I applaud the guy's effort. I mean, he went he went to work. You know, that's the thing. It's like all of these willy nilly thieves. You know, stealing dimes off the back of trucks with random meats and things. Like that's yeah, just two hundred and thirty thirty thousand dollars worth of dimes. Yeah. Willy nilly. Got it. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, that's you classify that. As but that's not a well thought out heist. I mean, did they know the dimes were there when they were stealing it, or they were just like, "Holy shit, this is a lot of dimes. I bet this is a lot of money." Like, did they know that's what was on the truck? Because I don't think if you, me, and Alan sat down and said, "Listen, we need a get rich quick scheme." There's a Dunbar truck. It's filled to the gills with pennies and nickels. No, yeah, no. we're not doing that. This guy said, I would like to be seasonably fashionable for this year's Thanksgiving dinner. So I'm going to stand in this window for eight hours until they finally turn that key. And then I'm going to go take whatever it is that I want. And I applaud that. But it's stupid in the fact that we don't live in that time anymore. You're on camera 24-7. I'm surprised the cops didn't catch him in the middle of it. Like within 30 seconds of setting off a motion detector. Yeah, that's a good point. It's he stole a bunch of jewelry. Do you think he was trying to look like bling bling for uh, Thanksgiving? No, I think he was going to go take it all down to the pawn shop. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, my mom died. I got a bunch. I got a bunch of jewelry. I need to sell. Your mom died. Yep, she's dead. Dead. It's all men's gold chains. She's my boyfriend. Pinky rings and shit. Men love her, you know. Just give her her jewelry, ju- her his jewelry. She was a whore. Uh, she was good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and that, my friends, is before you go. I don't know why. I just wanted to imitate you, Murph. But uh, oh, I think this would be a good, good, good one for Nostra Dumbass. Anyway, Alan, tell all the uh, ham steak eaters and the half gallon slash one point seven five milliliter alcoholics where you can find. Middle class holes. <laughs> you can find the middle class holes on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL class holes on Instagram and Twitter. 
or the middle class holes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube and fucking right, some other shit where we got Tumblr. We should have a Reddit channel that probably gets shut down in like a couple days. Don't you have to have traffic to get shut down? <laughs> yeah, but we could probably make it offensive enough that we pick up traffic just naturally. Gotcha. It's Reddit. Yeah. You can fucking talk. It's like it's almost like 4chan. Just kind of talking to the void. Anyway, we don't have a Reddit. Don't look for us there. Fucking <laughs> And for your listening pleasures, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We don't do emails anymore. Fuck it. We do. We just don't get them that often. Uh, listener comments this week. We got one of note. Uh, this is coming from One for the Road on Facebook. Uh, that's where we chatted about... Uh, just how common drinking and driving was back in the day and where the term one for the road came from. Our good friend, Caleb Thompson, Perryville native, who was a regular, he's certainly a regular listener. He likes the Facebook reels, likes some comments a fair amount. That's, that's his, that's his wheelhouse. <clears throat> so he quoted, uh, he said, he's quoted. He said, speaking of ashtrays and cars, if you remember when we were kids, they still had some of the old ass planes with ashtrays in the armrests and the ashtrays in the bathroom doors. I know everybody smoked uh, when we were kids, but it still blows me away. I could imagine, I could not imagine being stuck on a plane for five full hours with cigarette smoke. And yeah, yeah. that would be wild. Right. Remember, remember, remember when we were free, we could drink a little something, smoke a little something on the plane. I, well, you know what always concerns me is when I look up, you know, where the fashion seatbelt little thing blings and unblings. Right. There's still the no smoking thing on there. And I would just imagine that if a plane was like made yesterday, it wouldn't have that on there anymore. So I always think, like, how old is this plane? Yeah. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. Everyone that I've been on that I can think of has it. All from the 70s. <laughs> you just replace the engines and some but, of the other, like working parts. You know, the, yeah, the, I mean, the shell is okay. Yeah, the, I mean, the planes are pretty simple objects. I mean, at the end of the day, but yeah. still, it still kind of concerns me. But then again, I also wonder too. Like, maybe there's people from. I mean, can you smoke on foreign flights? Like, are there countries where they still <sighs> just don't give a shit, and so I, they have to remind? Uh, yeah, people? any anyone who's from out of country. I mean, I've, I've only flown, well, I've flown international three times, twice to Mexico, and then once over to Europe. <clears throat> I, I, as far as I remember, you couldn't smoke. Europe, I was pretty drunk, so I don't really remember a lot of that. But <clears throat> yeah, Mexico, was it's from the U.S. to Mexico, and you couldn't smoke. As a matter of fact, that was like one of the times in mid-COVID where you, uh, when you flew over into Mexico, you had to have your mask on in America, and you had to take it off in Mexico. And then, but yeah, not had to, you could. Oh, oh, why? Just because it was different laws? So as soon as you hit international... Yeah. They didn't care. Yeah, it's Mexico. That's right. Yeah. Like, hey, smoke it up. Not, not, not... So it's like, like unfiltered. Got palm oils for you guys. <laughs> palm Stacy's going to pass it out. Jesus. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, thank you for your listener comments. We always appreciate them. Uh, apologies to any of you that we didn't make the cut this week. I don't know why. Just didn't feel like copying and pasting onto a Google sheet that I uh, keep each and every week. Uh, we're off next week. Enjoy your Friday uh, after Thanksgiving. Um, eat as much ham steak and pomegranates and what? <clears throat> what else? Go fight somebody for a fucking vacuum or something. Yeah. 
<sighs> and then Dude, send us the video. Black Friday is not what it used to be, man. It's not. just, it's just not. Yeah, everyone used to smoke it out. They were basically like, "Here's these deals all the time. Just get them while they're they're there." Like they took yeah. away kind of like the, you know, the spear, the raw fucking like stab somebody over a fucking Jack Lalane juicer. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's the kind of shit you needed to get. It wasn't the TVs at Best Buy that really got you. You know what I mean? Dude, like, go, I did, it was the Furbies or the special edition the Barbies. Yeah. Yeah. And you would see every year on the local news, like just somebody throwing a fucking yeah. haymaker yeah. and get themselves a fucking Betty Crocker yeah. fucking easy bake oven. It's like lo- local men scalped over fucking Power Rangers, <laughs> fucking Zords, <laughs> fucking at a local Toys R Us. <laughs> fucking Jesus. Local man has Cookie Monster stuffed up his ass because yeah. he was trying to take the last Tickle Me Elmo. It was like a there was like a good two decades where like Christmas was just Florida man just all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember the best. Okay. So it was when before, you know, t- cars came with like video screens and things like that and you could buy the DVD player that actually like strapped onto the driver's yeah. side seat yeah. onto the back. And my boss at the time knew where Maria worked and knew that we were going for Black Friday. And so Maria was the one waiting in line to try to like, and they were going to unveil these things for like fucking like $15 a piece. So Maria's right there up front and she, she grabs one and some lady like reached under her armpits and like tried to steal it out of her hands. And then it was the greatest thing I ever saw. Maria just like looked down and just like walked away because she's like, you can't pull it through me. So Maria just walked <laughs> forward and pried it out of her hands and just kept going. It was great. Ah, it's fun times. I think it's good times. The good, days, the good old days. The good old days. And then, and then you go outside and the, the in, in the uh, uh, in, into the parking lot and you smoke a couple cigarettes and go home. You know. Yeah, have some bad coffee. Call it right. a day. Take a, a nap. chock full of nuts. <laughs> chock full of nuts. Ought to be called chock full of flavor. All right, everyone. Like I said, we're off next week. <clears throat> not because uh, we don't want to entertain you, but because we're not recording the show on Thanksgiving or the days leading up to Thanksgiving. And that's it. We'll catch you uh, early December. And we'll talk about Christ. God knows what. Smoking and Christmas. Probably Thanksgiving. That's probably what we'll talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Enjoy your Thanksgiving uh, from us to yours. Take it easy.